Hey there, it is Tea with D, and you can celebrate because this is the last time that you are going to see a vlog with my Christmas tree. So say bye. Bye. Yes. So from here on in, there will be no Christmas tree because we have reached that stage in life. So today we're going to talk about why transformation can't happen without a vision. And if you remember, T with D stands for transform, empower, and express with D, me, right? So first of all, a caveat. I lied. Transformation can happen with a vision, without a vision. The problem is that you can't be at all assured that the transformation will be a desirable one without a vision. For instance, if I eat Cheetos every day for three months, I will undergo a transformation. If I'm bored and lonely and I spend a lot of time on Amazon randomly buying, you know, silly shit, my credit card balance and probably my financial situation will also be transformed. Even in your career, right? So if you get a job and just kind of go along with it through the years, how much of a transformation, like in this case, success or development or promotion or satisfaction, do you think you'll achieve? Well, to put it bluntly, if you're a woman, in all likelihood, you'll be sidelined. It'll be chalked up to not making work a priority or being focused on family or not being very smart or ambitious or capable or dedicated, whatever. A man, on the other hand, much better chance with no effort of moving up the ranks, getting raises and opportunities, even if he's a bona fide slug. And if you don't believe me, go look at the research. So yes, transformation can happen without a vision. But it's worth asking what might happen if you did have a vision. So what the hell do I mean by vision? Do I mean an epiphany, a, a drug-induced phantasmagoria a la Kublai Khan, which is like a shout out to the literary geeks among you, among you? They're like me. So no, that's not what I mean. At least I hope that's not what I mean. So like transformation, it's definitely a word du jour, trending everywhere. And I'm not a big fan of jumping on the train. In fact, I generally run in the opposite direction of the train. But this, so the idea of having a vision, is something I was dedicated to long for it was cool, just like plaid. So I wore plaid before it was cool. I wore plaid when it was cool. I wear plaid after it's cool, and I'll probably be buried in plaid. So vision. Here we go. A clear detailed, sensorially intricate set of images associated with your future self. It can include appearance, location, occupation, lifestyle, companionship, accomplishment, and so forth. That's my definition. Okay, so don't go looking in the Oxford English Dictionary and go, she didn't write it down right. I didn't look it up. So I'll give you two examples to illustrate my point. So here we go. Vision 1.0. I will retire to the West Coast. That's my vision. Vision 2.0. I will retire to Qualicum Beach on Vancouver Island by the end of my 55th year. I will purchase a Cape Cod style home within two blocks of the beach. The yard will be a full-blown garden with areas for sitting and reading. I will wake each day in my queen-size bed with white cotton sheets and white 
puffy duvet, complete my 10 minutes of stretching, and then walk my dog, Zeus, down to the beach for a 45-minute session of stick throwing and deep thinking. When I return home, I will prepare and eat breakfast, berries, a buttery croissant, and a pot of locally roasted French press, and sit down to my morning's work, writing. My desk will face out towards the ocean with a full view of the garden. Big difference, right? So the interesting thing about the 2.0 version is the power that that kind of imagination starts to have on possibility. Once you've gone to the work of painting such a full picture, you've got several things already sorted out and you can begin to see where other things need to be dealt with in order for this vision to become a reality. So it's at this point that the proverbial rubber hits the road. It's well and good to visualize an intricately detailed dream for your future, but it's, in an, it's an entirely different reality to make it happen. This is where the girls are separated from the women. You see what happens at this point is the difference between transformation with a plan versus the wild west approach of whatever. Many women, if they get as far as the detailed vision, panic. They tell themselves it's too hard, too expensive, too impossible, that they're not good enough, worthy enough, lucky enough, which is, of course, utter bullshit. A vision and subsequent transformation is not magical. If you want magic, go reread Harry Potter. What you actually need is a plan, a real plan, a plan with goals, real goals, and accountability. You can't forget the accountability. And that's why I say you need a vision before attempting transformation. Because how will you plan, make goals, build an accountability if you don't have a vision? The vision gives you the details to break down into specifically digestible and therefore achievable steps. It also, and this is the bonus part, gives you the motivation, the desire, the dream of what it is you are actually pursuing. The end game, if you will. So too many women go through goal setting activities without a vision, just a nebulous idea of a future self that seems kind of desirable. And that's simply not enough to keep going when things get hard, which they absolutely will. So I call this next section B SMART, capitals, S-M-A-R-T. So I'm always surprised by how many people have never heard of SMART goals. Uh-huh. So generally, they mean, that means specific, measurable, achievable, results-oriented, and time-constrained. There's a few variables out there, but that's the one I go with. So, and, and if they have heard of them, okay, then it's in a sort of distance, not for me, it's only for men or corporate settings kind of feeling. And again, that's utter bullshit. Or is it, or it's too much work, right? So like, and at which point I go, really? Really? So hoping for the best and just going along with things and settling is preferable to setting and keeping goals? Like I said, this is where the girls are separated from the women. 
So was I always a goal setting and achieving machine? Of course not. In fact, I was raised in an environment where a planned goal wouldn't have been recognized if it slapped everyone upside the head. What changed for me? Well, it's simple. I watched what was happening over and over again, witnessing how nothing ever changed, how promises were made and broken, lives were lived to their ends with regret, lost potential, and bitterness. And the pressure was enormous for me to stay in that world, that family, that town, that culture, that business, that lifestyle, that future. I didn't have any resources, money, support, opportunity, you name it. In fact, the more that I wanted to leave and change, the more the obstacles stacked in front of me grew. One path was left clear, making it easy and obvious and entirely wrong. But the hope was that I'd take that path, right? Given the problems I'd have to surmount to take, or in this case, bushwhack a new route. Well, you know how the story ends. If you're, if you're hearing these words, you know that a route was found. I will fully acknowledge I had a number of things going for me. So like I'm, I'm white, I'm super white if we're measuring skin tone. I'm literate, I'm English speaking, I'm not an immigrant. I finished a high school education and of course much, much more. Um, I didn't suffer certain forms of abuse. I always had enough to eat. I had shelter and safety, I'm cisgender. I'm aware that any one of those things changing would have made the difficulties even greater in some respects. However, Negating my experiences doesn't serve anyone because there are lessons I've learned the hard way that can be leveraged beyond my personal experiences. And that's where we circle back to SMART goal setting. So remember, SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, results-oriented, and time-constrained. If you go back and look at my Vision 2.0, you'll see that, that it is that. So did I just all of a sudden have this epiphany straight out of, you know, once I got out of my situation? No. <laughs> no. So my first few years on my own were not planned. They were definitely lived in the point and pray, living on a prayer, hope for the best, ride or die fashion. Dumb luck and damn hard work helped a great deal but it was definitely ad hoc. I was probably 24 or so before I came across goal setting. I was probably 39 before I got serious about it. I was 45 before it became non-negotiable. The interesting bit, and this is where it all ties back to transformation and vision, is that I had a very clear vision for a long time. What I didn't have was a plan and subsequently no goals that could be in that smart mode. It wasn't until I lined up all three, right? So the, the vision and the goals and the transformation, that amazing shit began to happen. So that's what I want for you. I, I want you to desire transformation. I want you to, to build a vivid, powerful visualization of the life you want to live. I want you to come up with a plan to get you to your vision, Amazing shit will happen to you too. I'm here if you need me.